I believe there could be an explosion <laughs> in the sale of hydroponics happening. Oh, really? Right. People are growing crass. <laughs> something, to do, something to do at home. Willkommen, bienvenue, Kenichiwa. Hola. Ni hao. It's Amish Inquisition time. It is. that bit. It is. Episode 125 on Sunday the 29th. Praise Jabalon and Uhura Master. How are we doing? Okay. Okay. No symptoms? I have no symptoms, though. I'm Amish Phil, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm Amish Matt. And that's Amish Cat. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. What's your uh, cat doing, Ben? Ben, we've lost your audio. Yes, Ben. Wait, turn your mic on, Ben. Plug it in. <laughs> Plug it in. There we go. Plug it in. It's in there. Oh. Uh, and the cat is uh, just, you know, dicking around. She does. Um, right. Do you know there's one thing I know about your cat? What is I it? got hairy legs. <laughs> yeah, she has got hairy legs. And she's it a lying dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> and she's. Because I'm literally a communist. Literally. Chairman Meow. Chairman <laughs> Meow, yeah. Yeah, she's a big fan of Stalin. Are we, are we bored of coronavirus yet? <laughs> yep. Because we've got another week of it. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, well, I'll tell this you what, um, I don't know if anyone watched Question Time this week, but the last question was quite gloomy. Was it? Yeah, we'll start with the gloomy clip. This was, um, what's his name, Richard Horton, who was one of the panellists, he's um, editor-in-chief of The Lancet, that medical journal. That one? Yeah, the illustrious is it, one. Is it called The Lancet, that medical journal? Colon, that medical journal. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, anyway. He says, how long does the government anticipate this pandemic will last? I mean, that is the $64,000 question, isn't it? How long will it last? How can we keep going if it goes on? So how, what's your best, what's the scientific best estimate for the moment, how long it will last? We've got about 20 seconds, but it's such an important question. Prepare yourself for 11 to 12 weeks in this country, but remember that this is an outbreak that is going to come back most likely later in the year in a second wave and possibly a third wave. We don't know enough about the virus yet to be 100% sure, but we're seeing it go across the world, east to west. America, Latin America, Africa, there's a lot more to come. Right, well, on that very jolly note... <laughs> Thank you. Second and third waves, that's the first I'd heard of it. Um, I, I kind of, haven't, nobody's mentioned it, have they? But it's, if you kind of read between the lines, 
if it's like a, a, a cold, a corona kind of virus, then it is going to be more prevalent in the winter, isn't it? I don't know. We've only, if, only if had people... a microbiologist here. Mm. Yeah, you'll get a second wave, definitely. Definitely. There we go. Do you mean next so. winter? Um, he's maybe suge- sooner than that. Yeah, he's suggesting in the summer. Possibly in the summer. Mm. I don't think it's said? quite cleared up. As soon as, soon as people start um, relaxing the, the enforcement, then, you know, it's more likely to rise again. It only needed one person. Just all this started with one person. 600,000 cases mm. across the world, one person. It's not the idea so all that, gonna take again. that if there is a second wave, most of us will be immune. Well, or a lot of us will be immune. We don't. We don't really know enough about how long you stay immune for. Like normal common cold, you have immunity for maybe one or two years from a particular strain. I think you said the last SARS was between eight and nine years of immunity. Right. Um, but it's not. Nothing's guaranteed. Uh, plus, uh, as perverse as it sounds, that that's kind of the original government policy where. The more people get it in the first wave, the less people are going to get it in the second wave. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hello. Oh, that's oh no. That, that's that's rated. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to see a cat's anus. No. Pencil sharpener. You lucky people. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. In Anyone who is immune for it, from it is less likely to... Um, to suffer the second time around, but there's a lot of us who aren't haven't got it and aren't getting it because we're all we're all locked down across the world. So maybe the second wave will be as bad as the first. I suppose it depends on how long the restrict movement for, doesn't it? And um, mm. we're gonna have to go AF AFP, Ben. I am. I'm gonna have to get rid of this cat. Caster, um, but it depends, doesn't it? On how, when the next sort of wave, <laughs> the wave comes. Um, right. Because if they're sort of fast tracking the um, the vaccine, if they're fast tracking the vaccine, it's still eighteen months away, isn't it? They mm-hmm. said. Yep. But I think it might be a little bit less than that, from what they're saying. Um, and potentially, you know, it depends on how many people can get immunised that way as well, I suppose. Yeah, that would help. People are still dying from swine flu, though. Yeah. Right. A, a significant number each year. What, how many? What's that? What number, roughly? I don't know. Le- oh, I can find out obviously, it's le- obviously, like, less than flu. Normal flu. Well, it's kind of the circulating normal flu at the moment. Oh, right. Has been for years. All right. Okay. Yeah. So if you get your flu vaccine, one of the A strains that you are vaccinated against, usually it's two A strains and a B strain. Um, one will be H1N1, and then the other one for ages was H3N2, uh, and then a B strain. Right. So... Particularly, let's see, 2019. H1N1 deaths in 2019. 
just want some stats. Show me some stats. Well, while you're getting that, um, Trump got in, in trouble this week. Did you hear? Because um, is this about the malaria thing? No, because he keeps calling it the Chinese vir- virus. Oh, the chi- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a clip. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot of people comes say from it's China. racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I and want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. Please. I have a great, I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. John, please. There has been a counter rumor, hasn't there? Been circulating on Chinese social media right. that it's that it that it's an American conspiracy. Basically, <laughs> it's got some traction on Weibo or whatever. Right. What's um, the the? How does that conspiracy work? So basically, because this because um, he's been calling it the Chinese flu or whatever, Chinese virus. Um, he's uh, uh, there's been a rumor circulating that it's actually. Um, and an American-made virus, man-made virus, and it's been um, sort of released in Wuhan. Is Wuhan the manufacture some kind of manufacturing district, or mm, no, not really? That's no. in the south, so it's Shenzhen. Is it, is it not all well, manufacturing districts? <laughs> well, I suppose, yeah. I was going to say that, but anyway, so something to do with that, and also um, sort of like this ongoing trade war, essentially. So people, you know, people would potentially buy less things from China. It doesn't make any sense as a biological weapon. I mean, it, it kills old people, not young people in the military. Oh, no. It, it, I didn't mean like it was released as, you know, to kill people in the... It was more of like some kind of state-level espionage, basically. To nobble China? Kind of, yeah, basically. Well, that backfired then, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, um, America overtook China this week for a number of cases. It did, yeah. didn't it? With over a hundred thousand cases. No, they have a ve- hundred thirty-one thousand cases, two thousand deaths so far. They have. Mm. A, I think America has one of the lowest mortality rates so far. Are they? Are they testing? Oh, yeah. are they just saying? Are they just saying? I've got a sore throat, a cough, and a fever. Right, you've got coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if you say you know anyone who's who's got a tickly throat or whatever, mm. your mortality rate is going to be hardly anything. Yeah, and then they die of something else, or then you, yeah, they don't get, they don't die. I heard, yeah. I heard in the news this week that China aren't releasing the numbers of asymptomatic cases. Well, I'd again. I read something this week that somebody had seen some classified documents in a particular town in China. And was it Alex Jones? <laughs> no. I've seen the documents. <laughs> it was on the black helicopter. It was on, like, it was on the BBC, so it must have been true. <laughs> um, 
So, um, saying that it was somewhere between, in fact, it was something about an Italian town, somewhere between 30 and 50% of cases were asymptomatic. Well, there was some disagreement as to whether um, when you're asymptomatic, you could pass on the virus or not, apparently. That's what they were saying. Yeah, the lack of data is quite disturbing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, but it's only been around for three months, hasn't it? Really? I know, I'm not um, not saying that's not a valid excuse, but it doesn't change the fact that... No, there was I, someone, another person I listened to said it might have a genetic factor as to why lots of more people, there's a higher mortality rate in Italy, he was saying. I think that's more to do with Northern Italy selling all the manufacturing to China and importing 100,000 Chinese people into Northern Italy. Is that what happened? Yeah, all you, you know, your Gucci bags and that, that are 1,200 quid and oh, they cost $25 right, okay. to make. Mm-hmm. I think there's an element of that, possibly. It probably didn't help with the spread. Mm. If you have a lot of traffic oh, you, between yeah. the, the original country... And a particular district in another country, it's got to ca- cases. it's got to help the mm. it's got to help it spread, hasn't it? Well, I heard that when it first started breaking out that it was down to a specific hospital not following um, sort of quarantine rules, essentially being mm. lax with sort of patients and stuff, and then it kind of exploded <laughs> from there. Essentially, that's what I'd read, anyway. Mm. Well, the big tw- one of the big twists in this country this week has been Bojo, hasn't it? Oh yeah, he's got it. Hasn't he? <laughs> he's got the he's got the he's got the Rona. I've got I've got his mm. statement from YouTube. Well, a little, little bit of it because it's long and boring. Hi, folks. I want to bring you up to speed with something that's happening today, which is that I've developed mild symptoms of the coronavirus. That's to say, a temperature and a, a persistent cough. And on the advice of the chief medical officer, I've taken a test that has come out positive. So I am working from home. I'm self-isolating. And that's entirely the right thing to do. Uh, But be in no doubt that I can continue, uh, thanks to the wizardry of modern technology, to communicate with all my top team to lead the national fight back against coronavirus. And I want to thank everybody who's involved. I want to thank, but of course, above all, our amazing NHS. Well, he's got the Rona. Matt Hancock, Health Secretary, has the Rona. Hat Mancock. Hat Mancock. And um, Chief Medical Officer Chris Whitty. Whitty or Wiki? Whitty. Whitty, is it? He's self-isolated. I don't think he's been confirmed. No, it's just just isolated, isn't it? Because he's had contact. Yeah. So they took a bit of flack saying that maybe they weren't following their own advice regarding social distancing. No, I know, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, if you're going to be in the room with somebody, they should have just all been working from home and meeting virtually, shouldn't they, really? Yeah, well, that was their own advice, wasn't it? It has been for the last two weeks. And or maybe they, on the on the sly, Chris Wiki, Chris Witty, sorry, he's like, guys, um, if we, you know, just follow my original advice, we'll get herd immunity within <laughs> Parliament, and we can rule forever. <laughs> rule the wasteland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. 
It's a power behind the throne. <laughs> there was an interest. Um, the on. American guy, Fauci, what's his, what's his name? Their their chief medical guy. He looks no. he looks immortal, like he's been around <laughs> for thousands of years. Not Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. Well, he kind of has been around for a thousand years, hasn't he? He's been through like eight administrations or something. Already, yeah. Mm. Right. Part of the schools. Part of the the equivalent of the civil service. That the people who stay there, governments come and go, and then the people who are actually running the show just stay there forever. Running the shit show. (laughs) Yeah. There's an interesting story from uh, producer Gav this week from uh, Netflix. Have you heard about this Netflix show? What, called Pandemic, is it? No, it's it's a Korean TV show called My Secret Terri- Ter- Tertius or something. And, no. and, Tertius. <laughs> that's, that's not a word. Ter- Terius. It's T-E-R-R-I-U-S. Maybe it's a name, I don't know. Anyway, um, the series came out in 2018 and it predicts a coronavirus pandemic. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could have t- I can't take a clip because it's subtitled. <laughs> so it's just two people uh, talking Korean. <laughs> this is pointless. Yeah. So. Oh, you could have sent it, Ben, and Ben could have put the video up. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you can put the video up, I think. Yeah, I'm not doing it now. I'm comfy. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy. It's not the first time something like that's happened, though, is it? A media foreshadowing. Because wasn't there something with 9-11? Wasn't there a film... Either they came out soon before it, or it was due to come out about a, a plane hitting the Twin Towers. Oh, I don't know. I think so. It I'm, might have been canned. I'm sure that was a thing. A definite thing. Mm. Yeah. There, was something, there was something in Spider-Man, wasn't there? He, he, apparently, I can't remember which Spider-Man film it was, one with Tobey Maguire and, and in, in the original scene. You caught um like a helicopter in between the twin towers and they took it out right. basically after it happened you know that that happened mm. i don't remember that um jeremy corbyn who's been conspicuous by his absence really for the last few weeks since the leadership uh, campaign labor leadership campaign has been gathering steam he's been back in the news this week oh what did he say oh well i'll remind you okay ah. I did everything I possibly could to win both elections and to say to the people of this country, the only way our society can come together is if we're prepared to invest. I was denounced as somebody that wanted to spend more money than we could possibly afford in order to right the social wrongs of this country. I didn't think that it would take only three months for me to be proved absolutely right by the amount of money the government is now prepared to put in, and Parliament has just voted through to deal with the coronavirus crisis. Circumstances a little bit different there, Jeremy? No? Anyone? <laughs> I would say so, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Unless he's some sort of Nostradamus and he predicted <laughs> he was predicting some sort of global pandemic. I know, yeah, National Bank. I would call that taking current circum, twisting the current circumstances to fit your fucking needs or your your weird view of reality. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit. 
It's a bit of sa- bit of sour grapes, really, isn't it? Mm, it's strange. Yeah, it's that strange. was a bit. Because what the government's announced on the fact, you know, as far as public spending is completely unprecedented, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Certainly yeah. since the war, since the war effort. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Good time to borrow money, though. Interest rates, 0.01, is it, or something? 0.1. Yeah. Not point, is it 0.1? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they ever get down to 0.05. Um, I, think, I think some countries in Europe have um, negative interest rates, or they did at least for a period last year. Fuck that. Yeah. Does it cost you money to put it in the bank? I'm guessing it was the ECB. Maybe it was the ECB yeah. who set rates below zero. I think I've heard of that in certain Eurozone. countries. Eurozone, I think so. Badness, isn't it? Well, I don't Would you just withdraw your, withdraw your money then and just have it in your house? Under the mattress? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I guess. Or, you know, you'd put it into shares. Yeah, stock market. Premium bonds. Gold. Pension. Gold. Gold, the old safe haven. Yeah, everyone's buying gold now, aren't they? Are they? Or they, or they wear when they when a cut market, yeah. That's what you go for, isn't it, apparently? Well, I remember during the 2008 crash when all these uh, little shops started springing up. Cash for gold. Got, yeah, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? That's kind of gone away now. Yeah, little envelopes. I yeah. think there is still one at Lane Ends. Mm, scuba shop now. Is it? It closed a while ago, yeah. So, I was listening to, you know, the daily briefings Mm. that they're doing from number 10. I was listening to the one yesterday, and I think I might have um, caught one of those truth trying to come out moments. Oh, no. And it was the assistant scientific officer, not Patrick Valance, his uh, deputy, who was talking. Jenny. Is it Jenny? No, she's assistant medical All right. officer. This is the assistant scientific officer, I think. Anyway, here's okay. what he said. We can beat this virus. We can reduce the number of deaths, but only if we reduce the spread and the transmission. Now is not the time to be complacent. Now is the time to really, really lock down and, and hone down on what we've been asked to do. Uh, as I've said before, it's not somebody else's responsibility, it's all our responsibilities. Thank you, Lex. Really, really locked down. Yeah. Now is what the time to really, really lock down. Um, hone down. <laughs> hone down. Do you think there's going to be even further restrictions? Is that what you Oh, there's the, definitely. Yep. yep. What do you think? What else could they do? Curfews? Uh, no more than one person in a car. They have that in Italy at the moment. Or Spain, rather. Oh, right, um, okay. Papers. You need papers to travel. Show right. me your papers. <laughs> right. I suppose, yeah. I, I, did you see that um, news report I sent you just then about Derbyshire Police? No. <laughs> I don't oh, know is it a house one. party? Yeah, somebody's must have oh, shot. Someone stopped the neighbour in, I think, by the sounds of it. Oh. And uh, gone round to that. Well, it doesn't say anything like that in it, but I assume. 
and they found 25 children and adults having a massive party <laughs> in a house. What is wrong with people? I mean, I know, I know a lot is wrong with people. And well, then um, there, was a, there was another picture of someone, walk, a, a family walking in the Peak District and having a picnic or something. It wasn't clear if they were all from the same family. Or they're not. all in the same household, then I think that is okay. Maybe not for a yeah. picnic, because that's sort of unnecessary travel. Yeah. You can exercise crazy, together. I think that's all you can do outdoors, really, if you're following the advice. Yeah. But uh, a lot of police... There's more comments on the... Uh... So there's more comments on the party feed that was, uh, that that, was involved. No, that's what they said. Yeah, no. Uh... Did they have those cocktail <laughs> sticks with a pineapple and a sausage on? Yeah, I'd like... This was got this chopped egg in that salad. Lock them up. <laughs> <laughs> Apricots and chicken and a plate of oranges. Fucking <laughs> hell. Party time. <laughs> As a lot of police forces have set up hotlines... Oh, no, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you to dub your neighbours in. <laughs> it's getting big brother, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's another thing. Uh, Wiltshire Police have uh, made an appeal for anyone who has ring doorbells or CCTV to come and register with them. So they can. Seriously? Yep, this, I saw this today. So they can get a database of where all the cameras are. And said, don't worry, it's not about surveillance. It's about uh, finding criminals. Mm. Thin end at wedge, isn't it? Well, they're worrying, aren't they? Um, so it's like civil liberties kind of people because of all the changes to the laws currently, whether they'll some of them will stay and they'll keep some and not get rid of others and all the rest of it. So, yeah. Getting powers time, back from it? governments is notoriously difficult. <laughs> It is, isn't Once it? they've been yeah. established, this is the yeah the thing. Because um, what's the name of the thing they do? They can put some sort of clause in any legislation. Uh, it's not like a honeymoon thing, but there's a the way they can make it automatically expire after six months. Uh, I think this is one two years. I think they said it was two, two years. Fucking <laughs> hell! Yeah. So that kind of gives you an indication as well, doesn't it? How long you think it might go on for? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I thought they changed it to six months on the... Um, I thought it was six yeah. months. I thought it was two years. Right. Well, maybe it's changed to six months then. Sunset clause, is it? No. That's the one, yeah. Sunset clause. Yeah. The vampire clause. Have you... Um, did you hear the story of Chloe Middleton this week? Is, is this the girl who died? Yeah. Oh, do you want to play the, shall I play the report? You you play the report I'm first. Sky and News. We can talk about it afterwards. Yeah, okay. All right, do you know? Okay. Now, a 21-year-old woman has died after testing positive for COVID-19. Chloe Middleton is thought to be the youngest person to die in the UK after testing positive for the condition. Her aunt said that she had no underlying health conditions. In a Facebook post, Chloe's mother, Diane Middleton, said, to all the people out there that thinks it's just a virus, please think again. Speaking from a personal experience, this so-called virus has taken the life of my 21-year-old daughter. Well, let's talk to Sky's Noel Phillips. Uh, Noel, this will cause great concern to many people, won't they? Because it really has been sort of drummed into us that it's people who are over 17, it's people who are, have underlying conditions that are the ones 
that are affected the worst. And I think that's the big concern. Chloe was just 21 years old. As you said, her family have taken to Facebook to release a statement and to pay tribute to the 21-year-old. They have stressed the point that she had no underlying health conditions. Her um, auntie, Emily uh, Mystery, has also paid tribute to her, along with her mom, uh, Diane Middleton, who, as we can only imagine right now, must be uh, distraught, must be very distressed with, with losing her 21-year-old daughter. But uh, I'll just read you a quick um, statement from her auntie. She said simply, my loved ones are going through the most unimaginable pain. We are shattered beyond belief. Her sister, Amy, is also taken to Facebook. She said, my kids couldn't have had a more loving crazy nutcase for an auntie and we wouldn't have had it any other way she adored them and they certainly adored her back now we understand the family who are from high wickham in buckinghamshire are also um, urging people on facebook to to you know follow government guidelines and stay indoors they have stressed that chloe was only 21 she had no other underlying histories and, and i think it's worth us stressing that as well and and they're just from my, you know wanting to send a message to people who are not following social distancing rules to remember that they should take this very, very seriously. And it's worth remembering that older people are more likely to succumb to this virus. But Chloe's death will be of some concern to public health officials. Now, I saw this on, on the Guardian website. I think it was maybe Wednesday or Thursday morning. And it was like, 21? Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Like, up yeah. until now, I personally, I've been really worried about the virus personally because i'm youngish and relatively healthy <laughs> but um when you hear about a 21 year old with no prior conditions dying it put put the willies up me a bit Ooh, played it like to be stretched <laughs> so how's this story developed matt oh i i saw the headline but didn't read the story because i think i was distracted by one of my two children crying um but it basically said that she didn't die of coronavirus. The The article in The Guardian has been removed. Mm. Um, it's still up on the BBC's website. Well, I'd seen a headline somewhere else. I thought it was on the BBC, but maybe somewhere else, saying that it, she had died, unfortunately, which is very sad, isn't it? But it wasn't to do with the coronavirus, That oh. she, the reason she died. Well, that's not what I saw today on the BBC. But anyway, oh. I've got a, a report from Spiked. Middleton was taken to Wrexham Park Hospital in Slough last weekend after she had a heart attack. Attempts to resuscitate her failed and she was pronounced dead soon after arriving. A Berkshire coroner said the death was related to COVID-19 after being told Middleton had a cough. But this, ah, right, okay. But this surprised medics at the hospital who have not recorded it as a coronavirus incident. An That's NHS probably. source tells The Guardian that the coroner's move raised eyebrows at the hospital because Middleton had not tested positive for the disease. So the coroner's attributed it to coron- coronavirus without a test being done. Oh. I think maybe what I'd... Yeah. Re- sorry, the headline I saw was it had not been recorded as COVID-19. Basically. Well, the coroner has. Right. This shows us the dangers of allowing political imperatives, i.e. the need for young people to take this crisis seriously, to get ahead of the facts. Amid this outbreak, we need to be clear. We need clear-eyed discussion of what's really going on. It seems this tragedy, tragedy was too swiftly le- leapt upon and turned into a cautionary yeah. tale about COVID nineteen purely because it aligned with some people's worst fears. We need to do better. Mm. I think they're scrabbling to stop people from, you know, congregating in parks and fighting in the streets and doing whatever. 
whatever we Brits do day to day anyway. Well, I don't think the ends so justify the means. Well, no, they don't at all. I'm, I'm with that last article and that in that you need to be clear. I want facts. I don't want. I know. I know that I'm staying indoors for reason being, not particularly because I don't want to get it myself, but I don't want to give it to any vulnerable people. And, and you know, well, I don't, I don't want it myself. Not for. Well, I don't want it. But I don't want to be, you know, having to go to hospital. Well, as the, the sci- so, scientists keep saying, the the main point of the social isolating is to prevent the NHS's capacity being breached. Yep. By yeah, the exactly, of and I understand that, and and I'm aligned with it. But I think a lot of people aren't. So having that, <coughs> I think prior to this week, maybe early last week, it was oh, it's just old people and and you know people with underlying health conditions. I'm all right, Jack. Mm-hmm. screw you it's a government conspiracy i'm going to wander the streets sort of thing mm, but yeah. that's if that's changing because of you know if people are getting worried that actually it can can hit anyone that's that's fine if that's an, an accurate change or mm. it's accurate facts if it's if it's mm. someone designing a story to prevent people from going out and to reinforce social isolation I, I don't think the ends justify the means. No. No. So there. I found um, something. I got given something by an anonymous producer this week. I'm gonna, anonymous? Uh, yeah. I'm going to share my screen. Mystery I'm going to try producer. and do this. I'm going to try and share screen. No. So that you oh, two can like, both see it. Up. Look, it's like um, Pulp Fiction suitcase. And <laughs> go to this. Now, this is the this is buried in the .gov website. Um, you won't find it under the normal coronavirus pages. Like here, we have the, the link for what you need to do. But it's something called the High Consequence Infectious Diseases page, HCID, and it's guidance and information about high consequence infectious diseases and their management in England. And then if we go to the status of COVID-19, as of 19th of March, COVID-19 is no longer considered to be a high-consequence infectious disease in the UK. The Four Nations Public Health... The Four Nations Public Health HCID group made an interim recommendation in January to classify COVID-19 as a HCID. This was based on consideration of the UK HCID criteria about the virus and the disease with information available during the early stages of the outbreak. Now that more is known about COVID-19, the public health bodies in the UK have reviewed the most up-to-date information about COVID-19 against the UK HCID criteria. They have determined that several features have now changed. In particular, more information is available about mortality rates, low overall, and there is now greater clinical awareness and a specific and sensitive laboratory test, the availability of which continues to increase. The Advisory Committee on Dangerous Pathogens is also of the opinion that COVID-19 should no longer be classified as a HCID. The need to have a national coordinated response remains, but this is being met and blah, blah, blah. And it goes down and then it gives you the definition of a HCID. So it follows the following criteria. Acute infectious disease typically has a high case fatality rate, may not have an effective prophylaxis or treatment, 
often difficult to recognise and detect rapidly. Ability to spread in community, blah, blah, blah. And then it gives some examples of what are classified as um, HCIDs. So we've got H5N1, H5N1, MERS, Ebola, Lassa fever, monkeypox. I've never heard of Marburg virus. SARS. That's a shit 98% mortality rate. Whoa, really? Yeah. Is it not? Is it like as a Is it Why not is like Because it's probably because it's been eradicated in the UK. Yeah, it's only a UK thing. It's 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 a bowler, isn't it? So I thought that was interesting. It was, wasn't yeah, it? I suppose the other thing is well, it was. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> what? I was looking at the publishing dates. It was published in 2018 and then updated in. 2020 March. Oh, right. but I imagine it would have had previous updates not listed. It was added, yeah. Coronavirus was added mid-January, and then it was it was altered. I think it was the 20th of March, about a week ago. You know what I'm concerned about? <laughs> Sorry, go on. Sorry about the same. Like, if you go into hospital on a ventilator, there's only a 50% survival rate. Apparently, mm-hmm. story right. in the garden. In the garden. Yeah. But then the amount of people who actually get to that stage is quite small, isn't it, compared to the amount of cases? Because, like, by their own admission, I think we said this before, like last week they were saying that Chris Whitty said, or one of them said, um, that's like number of cases reported. What is it now? Is it like 17,000? 17,000, so maybe around there, it's probably half, was it, or something, I don't know. So maybe up to around 10,000, not even that. Um, but he was saying that, you know, potentially there's actually up to 50,000 people who've got it. Undiagnosed, so if, yeah. So from 50,000, if you take his higher sort of estimate, and at that point, there'd only been, say, like 500 deaths recorded as coronavirus, it's quite a small... But it doesn't stop the fact, does it, that the health system could collapse. And it's not just about treating coronavirus, is it? It's about all the other people, someone who comes off the motorbike or someone who has a, a car crash not being able yeah. to be treated and they die, don't they? It's all that kind of stuff as well. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. I, I do. Want, issue, I have been wondering it? this way if they've, if all the governments have kind of overreacted. You know, I've, I went through that phase in the previous week, but I think the health system in Italy has been overwhelmed, hasn't it? It actually has been overwhelmed. And yeah. More people have died. And the issue is as well, if you're going to be cynical, which I never am, but Boris Johnson's job as prime minister is to stay in power. Now, um, whichever mandarins he talks to, are going to say to him, if the NHS, if you have 200,000 people, that model came out and 200,000 people die or 100,000 people die of coronavirus over the next year and health system collapses on your watch, you're not going to get re-elected, are you? So, you know, it's all that as well, isn't it? It's not the thing just... is, I don't think, I think, I believe Boris when he says that he's taking the advice from Sage. Yes. And, you know, yeah. so... I don't think he's doing it for political reasons. Well, no, I suppose. It's being super cynical. But I'm sure it's in the back of his mind. 
The big thing well, is, you... the, is the antibody test we need, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Is that not happening or something? Did that happen? Is there not one available? Are they testing They're it still? Upscaling it, yeah. They only came in this week, didn't they? And they're starting to do sort of people working in intensive care and stuff. Yeah, that'll let people kind of go back to work, I guess. Mm. So you could, you'd find, you'd have a much clearer demographic. So London is is probably fucked. I, I, I think a couple of weeks ago, they were saying 40% of cases are still in London. I, I would imagine that that's either the same or or worse now. And it's there's a big kind of um, outbreak in the West Midlands as well. I, I don't know the link between those, but yeah, it's yeah. a concentrated yeah. area. But you might find that, you know, um, more sparsely populated areas um, have very little little um, positive cases and, and you can get your industry back in work in the north north perhaps. east north east has had a has, has had less yeah, of a hit yeah, hasn't has it had, yeah not too far north hi Shane just got a chat through from Shane how's it going my friends hope you're safe and well yes we are safe it's and well yes Shane uh, is Shane, Shane. Is, is Shane in for next, down for next week? Yeah, fifth of April, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. We'll have to. I'll have to so. give you a bell during the week, Shane, and uh, see if you, make sure you're still all right for it. Download Zoom. Yeah, download Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't everyone on in the country downloaded Zoom by now? Yeah, they have. Oh my god, I, I'd never heard of it before I started my current job. I'd never heard of it at all, uh, except on you know the radio or podcasts, because it was just one of those one of those adverts that's on all the time. Oh, is it? They, they yeah. advertise on before oh, podcasts. Yeah. Well, the other one I've read about is something called House Party. Oh yeah, someone sent me a link to that as well. Sounds awful. I don't know what it is. <laughs> is it not just this, or is it something else? Is it more fun? I can't imagine it'd be more fun than Zoom. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to put a background do, on now. Don't do it, Ben. Don't do it. There's oh, two... Uh, don't cross <laughs> the streams. Reaction options. Yeah. Is this wash, washing one's hands reaction? Oh, yeah. you're clapping. Is it clapping? There's a clapping hand in the corner. You should have more than thumbs up and clapping. <laughs> I know. I've only got two. Don't know why. I've only got two as well. Ah, oh, come on, Zoom. Maybe you've got... Got to get the Pro Plus account. Pro Plus. Where's my aubergine emoji? Mm, exactly. Oh, Shane's Shane's confirmed. He says we can cyber. Okay. Cyber. Cybercast. Sent me a wink. I don't know what to make of that. Neither do I. <laughs> we'll just we'll just quote him from the podcast. <laughs> um, would you like to hear Joe Biden's latest gaffe this week? <laughs> Yes, please. This is Sarah Eves. In Hot Topics, we talked about Trump saying the government would reassess the recommended period for keeping businesses shut and people at home. Are you at all concerned, as Trump said, that we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself? We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. Uh... Is that it? He's the leader of the free world there. Yeah, definitely. So he, so, so he agrees with um, 
Donald Trump then. No, he's saying the, the Q is going to make the problem worse. That's what I mean. That's exactly what Donald Trump's saying. Is it? So basically stopping people from traveling and shutting down the economy makes it worse. Everybody in the long run. Does it? No. I think you're a lying dog face pony soldier. You don't die, but you're poor. So, you know. Yeah, but everyone's poor, so it's relative, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose. Just the super rich will be less rich. Do you actually think he's going to win, Joe Biden? No. Do you think he can beat Trump? No. Oh, no, he's not. Trump's going to... I don't know how he's managed to wangle this. But all, I think all these people are going to die before they get to have an election. <laughs> They're so old, aren't they? I mean, Bernie's dead in the water now. He's dead in the water. I don't think he can win now, Bernie. But, uh, Biden. Oh, the burn! In the crematorium! <laughs> <laughs> Is he not 80? Oh, I think so. Maybe 79. Do you not think someone's going to swoop in at the last minute? But you know, are, you, are you saying Anthony Cuomo still? He's, he's my dark horse. Cuomo. Cuomo. I like the fact he, he sounds like a young Al Pacino. I this to shoehorn an Al Pacino impression into the podcast yet again. No. Oh. You shamed him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else could sweep in. Uh, Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. Do you really yeah, think the, the American public would elect someone with, with absolutely zero <laughs> previous political experience? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I right, Hillary. Watched... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was... No, she got some... She got... Uh... It's like a backhanded... New York governor or something? Who? Hillary? No, Secretary of State, wasn't it? That's what yeah. she was. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not a governor before that, though, to keep the dynasty alive. Oh, I thought so it was... She wasn't there. I thought it was Bill who was governor of Arkansas. Yeah, I'm sure she got some kind of governorship, maybe. Right. And then she got onto Secretary of State, being lined up kind of thing. Oh, I don't know. Who's Secretary of State now? Oh, Pence, is it? Pompeo, isn't it? Pompeo. Pence is uh, Vice President. Deputy. Yeah. Vice. Deputy of Vice. Yeah. Got some Neanderthal news this week. Oh. Is this the thing I sent? Yeah. Are they coming back? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, once just... we're extinct, we've been coronavirus out of here. <laughs> Well, I suppose the thing is, is have you got a clip or is it just uh, the story? Nothing. I've got out. All right. I just okay. read the story. All right. Well, no, it's quite you interesting. Tell us what it is. <laughs> well, what's what's your kind? Of, when you think of a Neanderthal, what do you um, think of the bent like goat? A, like a, a massive shelf forehead. Yeah. And uh, what about the knuckle dragging? Um, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Not very intelligent on the rest of it. Yeah. No. And I think there's there's basically more and more gathering evidence that that's not the case. So, like, we're I the read. Stupid ones. <laughs> no, they, they were quite intelligent, sort of hunter gatherers and all the rest of it. But this one was about um, to do with Omega. Which one is it? Omega 3, is it? Or something? Fatty acids. Yeah, fatty acids. Um, sort of getting that kind of diet into our uh, 
body's improved sort of cortical function and made us more intelligent. Um, but basically, there's, they found this Neanderthal nest in some caves in Portugal. Nest. And yeah, and they'd, uh, they'd been eating sea, uh, seafood. So they found a way to fish. Um, and, you know, it kind of changes that theory, doesn't it? Was there anything else, Phil? Can you remember? No, that's a good summing up. Yeah, like the mainstream anthro, anthro, anthropology view mm. is that, yeah, mm. the, the, the omega-3 fatty acids help brain development, and that's why we are where we are now. And Neanderthals and Denisovans didn't make it. But yeah, they found this cache of bones, which demonstrates that Neanderthals were fishing. And um, controversially, the archaeologist on the site um, declared that this this pile of bones was a midden, that it was a, a construction. Oh, right, okay. Which implies, you know, social social construction and you know possibly burials and all the rest and things like. i'm pretty well, sure we already the, know they buried the dead yeah yeah because there was something quite recently as well found we found a grave and they had jewelry on that was Dennis or something that was Dennis Ovens. that was in russia okay. yeah it was I in there was one from the andersols as well recently oh, there could have been but in in That'd graham hancock's last book uh, america before he talks about the caves in uh, Denisovan caves in Siberia, I think it is, where they found these these um, burials and with literally thousands of like jewels and cut stones and gems decorating the bodies and grave goods. So um, yeah, our prede not predecessors because we we developed alongside them, but um, it mm. seems that they had you know some sort of societal structure possibly if the middens are right yeah that's the thing but the other thing as well is is it not more like the thing the theory that you used to read about or see on television or the rest of it was that we killed them hunted them as well kind of thing wiped them out or took over their sort of like hunting grounds and stuff when we moved up into Europe I think it's the other m- thing is mm-hmm. more that, that we we started shagging them yeah. Marian, we we into, yeah, huge huge numbers of the human population have Denisovan DNA in them. Yeah, yeah, and sure. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it's more of a case that we just outcompeted them. Mm. Uh, Neanderthals, I think, were shorter but stronger. Yeah, like me. <laughs> Our big advantage as a hunter was endurance. We could okay. we could out endure we can out endure pretty much any animal on planet. You know, oh yeah, yeah, like no, twenty six, like a sure marathon. I do that. Like okay. the, I mean, the marathon at twenty six miles. There aren't. I, I don't know if there are any other animals who could run constantly for twenty five miles. I don't know. I think my youngest could. <laughs> what about uh, thinking migratory beasts? They don't, don't run, really though, do they? Well, I suppose... Yeah, I mean, you're not running it flat out during a marathon, are you? you, you well, like Kipchoge, at one end of the bell curve, he's, like, running pretty fast for two hours. He's just gone under two... Is it him who's gone under two hours mm. in the marathon? 
But that's two hours. I remember watching a documentary years ago about our, you know, hunter-gathering past in Africa, and the, mm. the rationale there was that the humans could literally run for 12 hours solid, and that eventually, eventually the prey would just give up. It would just give oh, up, really? and then it would be I easy, would. mate. <laughs> yeah, I won't, yeah. <laughs> I just I fucking kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's part of... Uh, it's an interesting story. I love all that shit. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, these these bones they found were between 106 and 86,000 years ago. Yeah. Which is incredible. Mm. Long time. It's a lot of generations, that. When we went to, me and my wife went to Malta, pre-children, so we had a good time. Um, there's some ancient human sort of remains there in Malta. Yeah. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm. Well, I suppose it's not that far, is it? It's not like the, what do you call them? Maoris or whatever. In the, East the, the Atlantic, Pacific, yeah. yeah. Would there have been a land bridge then, do you reckon? Between no. Malta and wherever it's nearest, nearest thing know. is. Might be Sicily or something like that. Did you see anything yeah. about the Knights of Malta while you were there? Yeah, there was loads. That's, I think, the flag, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure on the flag. But yeah, it's it, like a, well, the Maltese Cross, isn't it? Maltese Cross. Well, it's, mm. it's, it, was, it was from the aftermath of the Crusades. Yeah. Well, there's the the capital city, Valletta, it's a walled city. Yeah. And, a, and there's a city in the middle of the island called Emdine, which is a, another walled city. And they're absolutely beautiful, but anything sort of in between that is kind of like, you know, square apartment box, unfortunately. But like the the harbour at Valletta is like amazing. It's like ancient sort of yeah. uh, harbour walls and things like that. I've I'd, got, I'd go back. I've got a feeling that the the last stronghold of the Templars and the Crusaders, I want to say it was maybe Sicily. But maybe I'm wrong, and then. They were called the Knights of St. John at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the rear guard actioned it and ended up in Malta and set up a stronghold there. And that's where all this history came from. It changed to the Knights of Malta awesome. and then the flag and all the rest yeah. of it. But I'm talking sort of the things I was talking about. There's some caves um, in the cliffs and I'm like hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. Kind of dated back sort of human activity there. So, you know. Yeah, there is in uh, in Iberia as well. And in southern Spain and in Portugal, there's a lot of um, Neolithic yeah. shit going down. Yeah. And and in the UK as well. Yeah. Even up in like the Outer Hebrides, like weird places up north that you wouldn't expect. There's um, mm. you find these sites. It's interesting. Was it warmer? It's, they're probably all over the place, and we've just built built over them. It's just in the you know in the Outer Hebrides and that. There's not a lot of well, the UK is pretty unique when it comes to stone circles. We, we have huge, huge numbers of stone circles in the UK. Also timber circles. Yeah, they find the holes. They find the post holes because yeah. the timber's long gone. There's one near us, apparently. If you ever go to the Harris Library, you can't go anymore, it's closed. But if you go up to where the um, the elk is, you know the elk that they found? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a skeleton of an elk and 
just behind there's some I can't remember where it is. I think it might be near Pendle Hill. I might be wrong. Um and there's a there's a circle there, Timber Circle. You have a sort of a little model of it. What is it? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Was it a stone circle? A timber one from Timber Posts. So you can still go and see it, I think, just about. Uh, when I was in the, um, where did I go? Was it Scarborough? I saw, I think it's the largest freestanding monolith in the country. Mm. I sent you a photo when I was on holiday of yeah. my lad stood oh, in front this, of it. Is, is, is that that big stone? It's ginormous. It's like 35 feet tall in this church graveyard. And then at the other end of the graveyard, there's an old Roman tomb and a sighting stone where they used to... It, it was all to do with astrological measurements and trying to di- trying to di- dis- um, figure out when the seasons were going to change. Right. <coughs> yeah, I love all that. I love, old, I love big old stones. I'm a, I'm a megalithomaniac. <laughs> Have you not been? Have you not been to? Um, is it Plumpton Church? There's a big stone in the graveyard. No. Oh, and the witch buried underneath it. Yeah, there's allegedly a witch buried upside down. <laughs> oh I didn't know I that. Know if, I don't know if that's true. I used to go on bike rides there with my dad. Shame I can't go on. Well, that, let's go look. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Bleasdale. Yeah. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, Bleasdale Forest, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. There we go. There's an artist's impression of it in Ripchester Museum. All right. Um, and someone else famous has come. Sorry to go back to the Rona, but someone else famous has been diagnosed this week. Harvey uh, Weinstein. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Convenient. Yeah. Has he actually been? Tested for it and got it. Pass. Or is it just he's got got a cough and a cold? We can only hope. <laughs> yeah. Twenty six years is it or twenty three? I think it's twenty three. Twenty three years. How old is he? Is he like nearly seventy? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. Fucked it, hasn't he? Oh, one question I was going to ask as well to. Uh, uh, biomedical scientist on the podcast. Hi. Um, where's your cat? Uh, she's out. All right. I'm going to ask her. Um, <laughs> is there not some kind of um, relationship between the, the virility <laughs> of a virus, so how easily transmitted it is and contagious it is to its lethality? So like a cold it's quite contagious, has zero, well, quite low lethality. What about the Black well, Death? No, not really, because yeah, Ebola and the Black Death, massive, massive. Uh, they can't call it, so you can't call it the Black Death anymore. Oh, it's the plague, the plague, the plague of plague of colour. <laughs> the uh, why was it called the Black Death? Because you turned black after they died. Putrid well, flesh. Start, started in China, by the way, as well. <laughs> yeah, it would, yeah. Um, no, so there isn't then. Oh, well. No, I mean, there's, there's some logic behind it that a successful virus shouldn't kill its host. Mm. Yeah, that's the um, thing, isn't it? And there's, there's some 
there's some science behind uh, progressive mutations of viruses being less and less virulent um, um, rather than going the other way. So, Mm. and then eventually it just becomes part of the kind of natural flora of the, um, of the body. This is the other thing about a virus is that it's, well, now I've sort of been reading about this, this is pre-corona, that it's not, um, well, some people don't consider it to be a living thing because it's not a cell. It doesn't have a cell structure. No, only just parts of the things. To be living in science, you have to do seven things, uh, and I'm going to forget them all. It's got a movement, uh, respiration, sensitivity, growth, reproduction, some form of production of energy, and nutrition. So mm. those seven things equal what we would term as biological life. Um, but there, you know, there's always outliers, and a virus doesn't do a lot of those things. I mean, it it reproduces, but it doesn't doesn't produce energy. It doesn't doesn't grow. How does anything produce energy? I thought energy was just transferred. Well, that, no, I mean, your you cells in your in your body, a lot of them have mitochondria, so that they are organelles. They look pretty cool, like a like a. Um, like a garlic bread sort of thing. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> they produce they produce energy um, in your cells, um, and they uh, the interesting thing about those are is they they seem to be originally bacteria that had invaded us at some point and become part of our our actual body. And then there's another fact that I'm not sure if it's if it's correct, but we actually were more non-human than human now. So more of our our body is is bacteria than it is human. So everything that's in your gut, gut your, biome, your, your skin's crawling mm. with commensal bacteria. Mm. Where does the human end and the outside world begin? That's a good mm. point. I think everything's connected. It's all, it's all a simulation, isn't it? <laughs> no. A lot of the stuff I've been getting into is is man's place in the cosmos and everything being connected up together. Mm-hmm. And it's only a failure of perception that we think of ourselves as individuals and 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 you sound like separate. An, an astronist. I was going to say, yeah. This is why I knew I'd get on with him because a lot of what he talks about is um, similar to very old mm. things that were told in very old wisdom schools. You know, there's logic there. I like, Everything's I like his linked kind together. of yeah. I like his sort of work stream of, of religions linked to linked to the the cosmos and astronomy and how that's completely separate to the others the Abrahamic and that, that makes a ton of sense to me. You can trace the roots yeah. of Christianity down to, back to astrologic, astronomical stuff. I bet you can trace all all religions back to astronomical, which makes that the kind of, did we mention this on the podcast, that that's the original the religion? So. Yeah. Reading a book at the minute called uh, The Magi, another Adrian Gilbert book, Adrian Gilbert book, 
Paul Daniels? Um, <laughs> the original mage? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would count. Well, I think the theory is, is that mages were um, sort of teachers in a way, like um, keepers of keepers of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And um, what's interesting about the New Testament and the four, well, the four Gospels, is that you leave Jesus at like the age of twelve, and then they miss out all his formative years. And they pick up the story at 30 when he starts his ministry and he's baptised. What the fuck was you going on? about what you were getting up to? What were you getting up to in your formative years, though, between 12 and 30? I'm a terrible Tell example. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's weird, though, because that would probably make a more interesting story. <laughs> well, the theory is, is that, you know, after um, when Herod announced the slaughter of the innocents, Joseph... Herod. Herod, Joseph had a vision and he had to leave with Mary and the boy and they went to Egypt. They sojourned in Egypt and, fl- and fled. And Alexandria at the time was like the fucking epicenter of knowledge and teaching and ancient wisdom. And he just happened to be there at that time. And maybe he, w- maybe he was being instructed in certain teachings Try and bring down the Roman Empire. <laughs> I think not so well with it. <laughs> no. Did uh, is this where all the Gnostic Gospels fit in? A lot do. Yeah. Um, you can compare a lot of Gnosticism with the same sort of esoteric ancient wisdom schools that were prevalent in ancient Greece and in ancient Egypt. Every, you know, the Chaldeans. You can you can you can follow a thread right the way through, but the the Gnostic Gospels are really well. I'm, concurrently, I'm listening to a a lecture course on the Gnostic Gospels when I go to bed at night. Sweet <laughs> so, dreams. Yeah, well, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like the the Gospel of Judas, the Gospel of Judas yeah. Iscariot, where he's Mary. met. You know, the deal with in in the Gospel of Judas was. That he he was put up to betray Christ, and he would suffer in the short term. And his pun, you know, the downside was he would be vilified for the rest of history, but he would inherit the earth and rule it oh, as a as a deal. as like a god. Oh man! According to the uh, Gospel of Judas, and there's the Gospel of Thomas, which is interesting because it's not a story. Uh, what's the name? It's not a narrative like the rest of the Gospels. The Gospel of Tol- Thomas is just a list of sayings of Jesus. Yeah. Which is it's interesting. Like, um, what's the other one in the Old Testament? Is Job like that? The, there is all Leviticus. Leviticus is just laws, isn't it? Mm. There's one of them where it's just, just lists of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does um, the the, uh, the revelation of Adam? That's another Gnostic text. Is that but, like the revelation of John? That's the, that's the best best book in the in the, uh, in the so, Bible. Can't believe they let it in. Can't believe they kept it in. It's amazing. It? Right. But yeah, it's similar. What it's, an ending! <laughs> it, it's similar in its in 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 its I suppose in its formulation, the revelation of Adam. But obviously, in the idea, it's, it was composed earlier. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Then. 
down. Did Adam die? Oh, good question. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure. They, they didn't put the uh, 120 years limit, whatever it is, until after everyone was begatting everyone and living for ages, well into Genesis, I think. I know, I know Enoch did die. Enoch was the... Still around? Um, no, he, he, he ascended. Ah. He didn't die physically. He ascended into heaven. I wonder if there's anyone still knocking around. <laughs> like Highlander. I've forgotten to bump off. Yeah. Duncan MacLeod of the Clan MacLeod. <laughs> be interesting. Mm. There's been films and TV shows about bloodlines and stuff and strangeness. It's, that's that's kind of it. I quite like that sort of stuff. It's interesting. In what fact, I think I'd be interested in this Gnostic, Gnostic lectures stuff. It's on Audible. It's, um, I think it's 24 half-hour lectures. But it's... Isn't that something on Audible that there's lots of stuff free at the moment because of the lockdown? Ooh, not that I've seen. Some sort of sense a link, maybe for just for children's books, maybe. Yeah, I think it's kids, kids stuff, three. Mm. Get them on Gnostic Gospels. Kids. Have we any other uh, news? I do know, I do know from producer Gav, there's, well, the, oh no, no, I can't say that now. It should have been anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's loads of gavs out there. <laughs> yeah, there is loads oh, of gavs. Yeah. I believe there could be an explosion <laughs> in the sale of hydroponics happening. Oh, really? Right. People growing crass. <laughs> something, to do, something to do at home. I don't know. I don't know. what. The, what's the rationale for that? Police are busy. The police are busy. Police are busy. Something to do at home. <laughs> Grow your own stick for victory. And it's not going to snow anytime soon, is it? Actually, snowed today. I thought it snowed. This morning, yeah. All right. Strangeness. Yeah. I suppose the black market's going to be hit by the lockdown, isn't it? The black market for for everything. Yeah. You're not going to have any people pulling up next year asking if you want a mattress out of the back of the van. Happen. <laughs> Happened to me That's outside it. the vape shop. Oh, man. Yeah. Got, got a mattress. Got offered a mattress. Yeah, we must have. Where are all these crazies going as well? All these, all these people that are offering mattresses out the back of the van, they're all locked at home now. No, they're not. They're having parties with 25 people. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's, that's right. What's, having what's corona ha- parties. What's happening with the homeless over all this? Um, just, you know, Testing. isolating themselves on the streets, aren't they, unfortunately? Really? Well, what else? You can't gather people up, surely, can you? I don't know. That's I, what I they've f- asked them to do, hasn't they? They've asked the council to, to house everyone by the end of this week. Oh, oh yeah, week. whatever. Is that right? I know. Yeah? The issue with that, though, is, you know, homelessness correlates with um, substance abuse, if you're an addict, you're not going to stay locked down, are you? Unfortunately. Yep. 
And there's no rehabs, as we've discussed earlier. One, I think one um, angle that's not been talked about is um, the potential mental health time bomb that oh, could be huge. coming. If this goes on for six months, mm-hmm. Assistant Chief Medical Officer in the briefing today hinted mm-hmm. that this, this social distancing measures could well be in place for six months. Yeah, it makes it a lot diff- more difficult to do your job if you're a CBT practitioner, because one of the things it's recommended is something called behavioral activation, which is activity. Now, sort of activity doesn't have to necessarily be outside of your own home, but it often helps to go for a walk. But, you know, if you're restricted in what you can do, especially if you're the recommendations will change there, Matt. The recommendations will change. And there'll be new books written. All right, okay. And a COVID, just, a COVID nineteen CBT manual. You mean? No, oh, it'll just it'll just change with the new world order. <laughs> what round your house? Yeah, you just have to, you know, stiff up a lip. <laughs> I just put do a lot of running around in my in the bottom of my garden, basically, at the moment. Pee with Joe. That's what you want to do. What? Pee with Joe. Pee with Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nine we tried. Five. Five minutes we got into that. And then I strained my arm and Elijah got, got bored. <laughs> my, quad, my quads were on fire yesterday after Friday. Mm. Yeah. It's it's yeah. not easy. What? No. It's, it's, like high, it's like high intensity training, isn't it? Yeah. The other thing as well is there's Andy's Dinosaur Adventures workouts. So he did he that one. Bloody gets everywhere, days. that Andy. I know, yeah. It's like a virus. You never see him and Fatima Whitbread in the same room together, though, do you? Mm. (laughs) It's uncanny. Mm. My dad's bought a cross trainer. I thought you were going to say crossbow. (laughs) Before he goes shopping. (laughs) It's been in in bits in the hallway for, I think, three days. Oh, no. But he's got it together now. Right, okay. Yeah, so and where's he, how often is he going to use that? Every day, I presume. Right, okay. You Low can, impact? You can ride it like a bike, or you yeah. can run on it, or you can do the arms as well. Sounds like my wife. Right. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so, uh... Do you, uh, when you get deliveries, are you white? Are you like disinfecting your deliveries somehow? I just right. burn the bag from around the food. <laughs> Stuff that have like leaves spread everywhere. Yeah, just burn everything. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> the food. Weird though. Uh, we haven't had any deliveries. That's what you should do. Well, I've... people who um, people I've noticed all my deliveries. I've had loads in the last week. Stuff that we've ordered like weeks ago has just all arrived over a set of few days, and they're all just leaving it in the porch. I left a parcel in the porch. They don't want to touch me. I don't want to touch them. So I keep them a distance. I wonder what the waiting list is now if I signed up to get deliveries. Well, my wife was trying to get on um, Boots website, and she was in a queue of two hundred and. Odd thousand people to get onto the website. 
basically, to get know. stuff delivered. Thing is, we bought last week for the sixth of, is it the sixth or seventh of April? So right. it's like three weeks. The thing is, we, we, we bought, go through milk like you won't fucking believe. Yeah, you're gonna have to go out for bought, milk a couple of times a week anyway. Yeah, um, shop. We got eight liters of milk <laughs> a couple eight. of weeks ago, and um, that was an accident because her brother went. Was it, it was a week ago? Her brother went shopping. We asked for two four pinters of <laughs> full milk, uh, full fat milk, and semi skimmed. And what he got was what we got was four liters of each. Instead <laughs> of four pints of each, yeah. so the, the medium bottle, not the big bottle, not the six <laughs> pinter. So yeah, so, but with a with a steady effort this week, we've managed to drink um, two of them. So we've only got we've got two. So we should get through the next two in the next week. The thing is, your consumption is going to change because you're at home all the time. Yeah. So we're well, no school dinners, I've, so we're eating more like chicken and sandwiches and ham and stuff like that. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. With my eldest being at coffee. home. Stop mm. drinking coffee? I have. The last cup of coffee I had was at work, to, like, more than two weeks ago. I was on eight eight cups a day, easy. <laughs> did you have any headaches? I did. I had. A, I, had I thought I had the symptoms. You know, after we had our gig? Yeah. And then um, I had a cough. <laughs> I thought, oh, I had a headache then. I thought, oh, this is it, I'm going down. But it was probably just um, caffeine withdrawal. Yeah, you get mad headaches, especially after yeah. eight cups a day. Yeah, they're only little pods, like 12 strips. Doesn't matter. There's <laughs> quite a lot of caffeine in those things, isn't there? Yeah. What's your reasoning for giving eight. up coffee? There's no coffee here. <laughs> <laughs> no pods. No pods, no pod machine. Uh, so I've been having cups of tea, but not as many. There's teas. It does have caffeine in, doesn't it? It's not the same. It doesn't seem to affect me the same as ca- as coffee for some reason. Wow. Apparently, yeah. it's supposed to be similar similar amounts of caffeine in it. But I might be wrong. Well, great as well. I don't. I get the decaf bags from Aldi. Mm. I have them in the evening. Are they what are they called then? Are they called like? They call something silly, aren't they? Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is it Kingston or something? No, I think that's the little ones. It's something oh, like God. elite, elite tea bags or something like that. <laughs> it's fine. It's not. There's nothing wrong with it. I preferred. I preferred um, the little decaf tea bags, the Aldi ones. My taste buds are that fucked. I don't think it really matters to me. Oh, right, okay. Apparently, so you're not getting, any, uh, getting any taste back. Now you're kind of juicing your uh, smoky. My vaping's gone to the wall since this has all stopped. Um, oh, yes, yeah. I need to get back on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, apparently, one of the side effects from COVID can be a loss of, uh, loss of taste and smell. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I wouldn't know. Can you not taste it? Suddenly comes back. I can smell dogs' farts. <laughs> oh no, she's poorly. Dogs oh, poorly. Again. Um, off What's her food. Off her food. Oh dear. Turned her nose up at roast chicken this morning. Cheeky bitch. 
Yeah, <laughs> something not right. Mm. Oh, they're still open. They are. They're classed as essential. Can't you? They're classed mm. as an essential service, the vets. They're allowed to stay open. Mm. Unlike no Sports, Sports Direct. Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Double jinx, no black magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. And off licenses. Off licenses have been granted leave as well to open. Yeah. Because supermarkets are running out of alcohol, apparently. Really? That's what he said, yeah. That was the reasoning. Did you hear, who's that, that knob who runs Weatherspoons? Tim? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. T- Tim Weatherspoon. <laughs> Tim Weatherspoon. Yeah, that, that Trump said, guy. He only said this way. He looks. About his staff. Oh. He uh, can fuck off, basically. <laughs> can't get a job at Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> In not so many apparently, ways. Apparently... He's retracted that, hasn't he? And said that now he's going to do the 80% thing. Is he? All right. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Good for it. It's people who want it. it. There was somewhere else. I think John Lewis are paying people 100%, aren't they? Well, yeah, it makes sense. You're only paying them, really. You're only having to find 20% of people's of your wage bill. Because the government are covering 80%. I think that was the whole idea behind it. Hmm. Yeah, but do you not think revenues drop by 80% or more? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Mm. Um, so obviously, know, the online stuff should be working, everyone, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, of course it is. Yeah. A concrete company that I know, are, uh, <laughs> they're, paying the eight, they're paying the 80%, but they're not capping it at two and a half grand. What does that mean? Right. Well, so, so people who are on forty, fifty thousand pound a year, they'll get over the two and a half grand. They'll get eighty percent right. above. All right. Okay. Yeah. Why are they, Why are they doing that? Well, I presume because they think people who are on fifty grand a year will have mortgages twice as high as much as someone who's on twenty five grand yeah. a year, and therefore the cap would be uh, makes would, sense, I suppose. Hurt people. All right. That kind if of goes against. If the concrete fits, pour it. Concrete mm-hmm. fits. Mm. Well, it's three minutes to ten. Oh, good. Three to ten. Uh, I'm glad it's over. I went in. Can we not talk about <laughs> coronavirus next week. Uh, well, yeah, we've, it depends what we get really from the producers because all the news is well, just going to be dominated by coronavirus, isn't it? Unless we think well, it's a challenge to, to producers and ourselves. Let's uh, let's try and find <laughs> some non-coronavirus-related. Uh, well, do you know some, something that got buried from a couple of weeks ago was the um, the abolishment of the tampon tax. Really? Uh, yes, that's good. Mm, no longer is it? Was it fat? I assume that was on it. Yep. Um. So you know everything's twenty. Is it twenty percent fat now? I don't know. I don't 20%. think it was. It was um, vatted at twenty percent. I think it had a special rate anyway. I think it was only five. Right. But that's right, okay. Right, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's good. Good move. Yeah. Mm. All right. Maybe we'll, beer. we'll keep our eyes out for stories that are non-corona related. Then. Yeah. yeah. If we can find. Oh, there was one more that's kind of corona related. Right. Did you not hear about the priest, the Catholic priest in Italy? Was he an old priest or a young priest? He was an old <laughs> priest. Right, okay. Did he have a young priest with him? He did he not give up. 
What? What's the story? Well, I know the answer. I know the answer. Oh, it was, it was quite nice. He um, gave up his ventilator. Is that not true? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Is that fake news fake, as well, Ben? It is fake news, yeah. Sorry. What did they do? Did, did, not, did, did, did the medics decide or something? He did not give up his ventilator to a younger person, but I don't, I don't know what the actual story is. Oh, Ben, when did you read this? Well, there was a story that I saw today or yesterday from, I think it was either Spain or Italy, where something like a 90-year-old woman had um, refused to be ventilated. Mm-hmm. Said, uh, give it to someone younger. I've had a good life. Yeah. Yeah. Checking out. Sad. Police in Catholic priest in Northern Ireland caught on video snorting cocaine in a room with Nazi memorabilia is to be investigated by police. <laughs> <laughs> now that's that's from the old times. That's from uh, that's first of March 2016. <laughs> uh, yeah, priest. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's fake news anyway, apparently. So. Who knows? Man, you just ruined my week. I know. I'm working on some uh, music for next week, so, uh, you know. What's that? I'll, uh, I might, might have that. I've got my synthesizer out because I'm locked in the house. So uh, do some uh, do some, some more tunage. Please tell me it's a keytar. It's one of these. Little it's an Akai. Job. Yeah. Little controller. Right. <clears throat> well, I look forward to that. Him. Don't let us down now. You're gonna yeah. have to do it this week. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Hope you're not busy at work. <laughs> I'll be all right. Oh man. Right then. All right then. Should we fuck off? Yeah. Fucking hell. What? <laughs> Just joking. So weird. <laughs> right, we're gonna sign off. Epstein didn't kill himself. Praise Jablon. Wakanda forever. Um, we can't 400. <laughs> <laughs>